Welcome to the Life Creation Podcast. I'm your host, Andrina Tisi. Together, we will explore thoughts, inspirations, and conversations that feed our soul, spark the mind, and nourish the body. Thank you so much for being here to learn and grow and for walking this journey called life with me. I'm so happy you're here to another episode of the Life Creation Podcast. And today I'm sharing a conversation with Anna Stando. And I just finished um, recording with her and I'm filled with gratitude. <laughs> and that goes right into the topic that we're talking about, which is gratitude, resilience. And we're also talking about um, passion and purpose. And some of you know that I also am very passionate <laughs> about that topic. I also have a solo episode on my personal gratitude and manifestation practice, which I will link in the show notes. I do want to introduce Anna a little bit more because <laughs> she wears many hats and does many different projects, is involved in many different things and also has two children and a wonderful and powerful woman. So she is the founder of My Gratitude Challenge, which is a 28-day program that helps you to develop a more grateful mindset and build resilience. And when you listen in, we talk more about all of that. She's also an enthusiastic advocate of gender equality and social inclusion, actively involved in initiatives that drive this agenda forward. She is a relations manager at Advanced, a gender equality in business, a board member at Capacity, an organization that supports refugees and migrants who would like to build their business in Switzerland, and a co-leader of Lean in Switzerland, a vibrant network of business women. So you see lots of different hats and lots of different passion and purpose-driven projects she's involved in. Anna has a master's degree in intercultural communication from the University of Utrecht in the Netherlands. She volunteered in Guatemala, studied in the Netherlands and Mexico, lived in Denmark, Thailand and Switzerland and worked all around the world. And she speaks five languages. <laughs> She's a speaker, guest lecturer, frequent podcast guest and a writer on topics of overcoming adversity, gratitude, gender equality and diversity and inclusion so many different topics that are so important. So I'm honored and grateful to have her in the podcast and as a guest here. I wish you lots of inspiration and enjoy.
Hi, Anna. How are you? So good to have you on the Life Creation Podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It's, uh, I'm, I'm really happy to be, uh, to be here and I am, I'm good today. How are you? I'm really good too. Really good. I feel like it's spring is in the air. <laughs> yes, summer is out. Uh, well, sorry, sun is out. Summer is almost here. Almost here, yeah. That actually brings me to one of my first questions for you. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite season? Ah, <laughs> yeah, um, a summer, uh, summer probably. I love the sun. I love when it's warm. I love being outside and um, having also a little bit of certainty that uh, the weather would be good. Uh, yeah, I am. I am definitely somebody who enjoys the, the warmth much more than um, the cold. Um, so, yeah, but absolutely love spring as well when, when everything comes to life. Um, yeah, that makes me very happy. A kind of new beginning, mm -hmm. um, warming up towards the summer season. Um, yeah, that would be for me. And so we just dived right into it. And I have those icebreaker questions for everybody. So we'll go, we'll just continue. Um, what is your star sign, star signs, if you know uh -huh. more than one? <laughs> uh, who? Uh, Aries, I think it's called Aries in, uh, Aries. in English. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. 22nd of March. Okay. Aries, do you know your rising sign? No. What is that? Um, it's kind of your second sign. I mean, there's so many, right? Um, so it's kind of when you calculate your day, you can calculate it with your date, of course, and the time and the place you were born. And how is that called, you said? The rising sign. Rising sign. In German is the ascendant. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I want to know it now. Well, you can calculate it. You just Google it and you, you'll calculate it and yeah. then you get to know yourself a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm, I'm making a note. Um, I know that I am number nine when it comes to energy. Um, like Enneagram? Based on the, my date of birth only, oh. I think. So it's oh, called the energy okay. number. Okay. Um, so many of these things <laughs> yes exactly I love all of them <laughs> totally okay and we've just um, talked about that before we press record <laughs> which book books <laughs> uh -huh. you currently have on your nightstand I'm really I'm really glad you asked because I love uh, talking about books and there's always something that I am reading or listening to I am also a big fan of um, of audiobooks Yes. Mm -hmm. And I come back to audiobooks sometimes um, multiple times as well. Uh, and I love especially audiobooks that are read by the uh, authors. Yes, very true. Yeah, it adds so much character. Yeah. Yes, yes. So what I am listening to right now is called uh, Chillpreneur. Which, as you can, yeah, which, as you can imagine, is all about um, entrepreneurship in a, in a chill way like by that. Dennis Duffel Thomas. And uh, it's the yeah. second time that I'm listening to it, actually. I, uh, I, I, I like her personality and humor and, uh, and the tips, especially the second part of the book. I think it's, uh, it's, it's great. And uh, then I have two other books that I'm reading at the same uh, time at a Leisure. Uh, one is called Good Vibes, Good Life. It's by Vex King. And it's yeah, all about mindset, a little bit about spirituality, well-being. Um, I find it um, 
I, I already know quite a lot about the topic, so it serves more like a, like a good reminder, uh, I would say. So it's a very simple read as well. So at leisure, I'm, I'm reading a little bit here, here and there. And then the last book that I have opened now, almost finished, um, but been going slowly because I've been finding it so helpful and useful and underlying a lot of things is called um, How to Be an Inclusive Leader by Jennifer Brown. And um, yeah, I, I find it a really good framework. So I think those three books, they actually give you a very good impression of yeah, my my all sorts. Yeah, my my interest. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm working in the DNI space, diversity, inclusion, gender equality, especially important to me. Um, health, well-being, mindset, uh, work, and um, and and yeah, taking my first steps in entrepreneurship right now as well. So, so trying to get all the help that I uh, that I can, and having many tabs open in my mind uh, always. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna. I have questions about all of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, happy to answer all your questions. Tap into that, but these are really, really interesting topics. I've not heard of of any of those three, so I'm really excited mm -hmm. to look them up. Those, thank mm -hmm. you so much. We also include them in the, the show notes so people can look them up. Mm -hmm. Last questions before uh -huh. <laughs> right back into the topic. What is always in your fridge? What's always in my fridge? Um, raspberries. Raspberries. Oh, cool. yes, yes. Um, I have had multiple conversations with my boyfriend about um, the sustainability and sense of buying raspberries in autumn and 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 winter. Um, and <laughs> and yet, that's one luxury that I can't um, kind of live live without. Um, and I've managed to make my children make my children addicted to raspberries as well. So um, we um, we happily pay the price of raspberries around the year with a little bit of bad conscious yeah and, and soon they're going to be in season so that's yes <laughs> you, you go and pick them um, themselves as well uh no i i i i don't know where how when when we could do that um I know like a strawberry i know there's strawberry field but... oh god yeah maybe i might be yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna look at look it up i like the idea we tried growing strawberries yeah. um uh, with mixed results as well that was a lot of fun um but not raspberries yet i think raspberries are a little bit more delicate mm. anyway i really want to dive into the topics and one of my first question because it's i think kind of an overarching aspect of your work and your life is resilience mm -hmm. and also for me I, I find it super fascinating and i'd love to hear from you what resilience for you is what it means for you how you experience it mm -hmm. uh, wow you start really with uh, deep questions <laughs> um after the icebreakers yes so resilience a, a fascinating topic um i find um and and yeah what resilience is uh, to me is the ability to bounce back from negative experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think that bouncing back is really important. It's not, being resilient doesn't mean just ignoring all that negativity around you or any hardship that you might be going through. It's acknowledging that things might be hard, um, taking your time to work through 
the difficult emotions and the difficult feelings. And then when the time is right, moving, moving on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's resilience to me. Yeah. It's, it, it's interesting. It's like when you, just before you said it, I had the sentence bounce back in my mind. So mm -hmm. I can, I always have this, um, you know, these dolls when you like, I don't know, like, I don't know what they're called, but they're like these little wooden dolls and you press underneath and they kind of collapse to the side. And then you really let go, they go, they bounce back. Ah, okay. <laughs> so I, I know what you mean. Yeah. So it's kind of this, yeah, this bouncing back up. And now, um, how does gratitude play into resilience? Because you are, you know, the founder of the Gratitude Challenge, and we'll dive even more into it, but I do want to hear from you the connection for you between resilience mm -hmm. and gratitude, because I do think that's a really interesting aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I love that question, and I wish that I knew the answer to this question earlier in my life. Yeah. Uh, really. So, yeah, resilience and, and, and gratitude. So, Imagine that everything goes right in your life. And I hope it's not difficult, actually. I hope that's the case. Everything is fine and you've got a lot of things to, uh, to be grateful for. And if you take the time to um, formally acknowledge all the blessings, um, if you really take the time to think about them, right? To say, oh, wow, I'm so happy and I'm so grateful that, I, uh, that I'm healthy. I'm so happy and grateful that I have this beautiful house. I am so, you know, so thankful that I have this person in my life. And I am so thankful to my friend who just invited me for coffee uh, and so on and so on and so on. If you uh, really take the time to do that, if you generate those feelings of gratitude in your, in your heart, right? So this really goes beyond just saying, yeah, thank you. Or just knowing that, yeah, of course, you're grateful that, um, you're healthy, you're grateful that you have a nice house, um, but you're just grateful on a rational level. If it doesn't connect really with your heart, if you don't, hard your, if you don't feel your heart warming up, swelling with gratitude, then, um, then, then, then you're not acknowledging it really um, strongly enough. So it's kind of feeling, gratitude is a feeling that you have in your heart. And um, if you keep pausing often enough in your day, to recognize and acknowledge all those good things, then um, it's going to build kind of a really big cushion for you um, upon which you can fall if things go wrong in your life. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, that's a metaphor that I uh, borrowed from um, a researcher, Robert Emmons, who is really one of the key um, uh, yeah, researchers on the topic of gratitude. And he puts it so nicely that um, practicing gratitude when things are right um, builds this kind of a psychological um, Im immune system and gives you a discussion, right, upon which you can fall if things go 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 wrong. So when they go wrong, um, because you've been so alert to all the good things in your life, it's going to be easier to keep acknowledging them and appreciating them, and you will know that um, even though something might be really difficult right now you are very much aware of everything else that is good in your life, despite the circumstances. So that's how gratitude can help you, right? To 
um, um, to get through a difficulty helps you to bounce back, right? How it makes yeah. you more resilient because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it shortens often the time um, that, uh, that, that, that you dealing with the hardship or that you really feel affected in a negative way by it. And when things are wrong, right? And um, you have a lot on your plate, um, perhaps you're dealing with feelings of sadness or grief or, or, you, or you're really, really angry about something um, and um, you fear that you've been treated unfairly. And there's all those, you know, all those negative feelings uh, going in your head and, and, and it's hard, right, sometimes to still be grateful uh, for something. And I'm not telling you that, you know, just be grateful and ignore all those things and just be grateful and that's the solution to everything. No, very much not. I, I very much believe that we need to take the time to acknowledge all our difficult feelings. We need to really feel into them to be able to release them. And only by actually acknowledging them and working through them, we will be able to um, get through them quicker. Um, and I haven't done that in my life at a at certain time. And, um, and it's kind of you know, uh, got me back later, um, let's say. But if we can manage to um, work through those feelings and at the same time make an effort to still acknowledge the good things, right, Um, then it's going to be easier to deal with the hardship again because we are going to know that, um, yes, this is hard, Um, and I still have those amazing people about me, right? And still I am, uh, or either, either I'm healthy, either I have, you know, a, a beautiful roof over my uh, my head um, and, and so on and so on. So it gratitude is really like a counterbalance to all the negativity um, uh, around you. It helps you, it protects you from hitting the rock bottom, right? Because if something really is happening, there's life shattering, it's so easy to just spiral down uh, and end up feeling really depressed um, and, and, and having, and, you know, practicing gratitude, even though it might be really hard, it might be the last thing on your mind and the last thing that you want to do. Um, and it might feel artificial at, at the beginning, um, helps you to offset those, um, you know, that, that, that load of all that negativity on your, on your mind. Um, so that's why, you know, gratitude is actually so important to, uh, to practice when things are going right in our lives. Um, they, um, this might come in handy later to be able to look at the bright side despite circumstances. And when we are going through something difficult to still take the time to, you know, appreciate that actually not all is wrong in our lives, even if it seems like this sometimes. Yeah, it reminds me, you know, of that aspect of that not everything is black and white, not everything is just mm. quote unquote bad, or not everything is just good, right? And um, I think it's, I mean, in what I experience with my gratitude practice, but also other practices and other routines is that it is a little bit like, and we know that with, with habits, right? It's that of course can be like you know supportive or also a little bit quote-unquote destructive habits but they they they're like muscles like the more Mm -hmm. we the more we practice it the also the easier it gets and it also 
reminds me of of this thing of like okay like I can see my anger I can feel it but I am not like it's not I'm not identifying with it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's it's maybe part it's a feeling that I have but I can be angry but I also can be super you know in our topic grateful Mm -hmm. about certain things right so I think I mean for me that that really also it's a big shift of because sometimes when you like you said like with the downward spiral we have a feeling everything is just like completely overwhelming mm-hmm. right um so i think it's a really good aspect and i love this um this image of this cushion that's really good mm-hmm. his name was robert emmons is that what it is? yes yeah. correct okay mm-hmm. i'll look him up and we'll also link him in the yeah. notes yeah mm-hmm. that's super interesting because i do find that really important to also look at the kind of the science behind it and I would love Mm -hmm. for you I mean you touched on a little bit but I would love to for you to um, maybe talk a little bit more about it because sometimes it can be like you know kind of especially in the maybe in the spiritual scene where like oh yeah everything is happy and everything (laughs) is like (laughs) rows of clouds and we all love each other and then and then Uh but let's be honest that's not reality right Mm -hmm. but then I do and so then I, um, I think it's important to also look at, hey, what on a very like, like scientific level, hey, what can, how powerful gratitude can be. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, can, I can say how, how I've experienced it. And, and you have your, your experiences where, you know, of course, I also want to hear a little bit about that, like what, what shifts it has made in your life. But before that, maybe just a, a little bit of the science. Can you share a little bit of that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. So again, I think research on gratitude is relatively new. Yes. Um, it has been maybe, you know, around 30 years and Robert Emmons and his team and, and just a few more um, people in the world are really doing, you know, scientific research into um, into this field. But the first results are really uh, ec- encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely what uh, what we know by now is that uh, gratitude makes you more resilient, right? There is no, no, no denying. Um, it, it makes you more resilient to stress. Uh, it, it, you know, various experiments show that people who are um, grateful, they are able to cope better with stress. And as a consequence, they are healthier, right? Because we know that stress is one of the biggest causes of all sorts of illnesses um, uh, nowadays. Um, um, people who practice gratitude, they report to be happier as well, um, right? They find joy in every day. Um, so that's not to be under um, underestimated or undervalued. And um, there is evidence, there, there, there's some evidence coming up as well that, um, you know, um, practicing gratitude regularly and, you know, regularly is really the, the key element here, um, not just once in a while and not just by saying, you know, offhand, thank you, but actually being really focused on acknowledging all that is good in your life um, has the power to kind of rewire your brain towards more positivity. Mm-hmm. It actually, you know, creates a new path. There are new pathways created in your brain that will help you to um, just 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 look at the work for a little bit more pink glasses uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, even though you, it's important that you um, work for your negative emotions as well 
it will just makes it a little bit easier to appreciate um, everything else. Um, apparently, gratitude makes you sleep better as well. Um, you know, in, in a certain study, people who practice gratitude before going to bed, they reported better sleep afterwards, um, which is, I think, really, really interesting. Um, it strengthens your relationships as well, right? When we practice gratitude, then people see, uh, people often, um, well, A, uh, when we practice gratitude, when we're saying thank you, when we appreciate all the good that other people are doing for us, obviously it um, uh, makes them feel good and it also makes them um, want to help us, right? So it really helps to strengthen that, um, that relationship. But a different studies show as well that when we practice gratitude, right, and, and focus on the positive, all our partners, our families start to notice that there is a shift in us that we are, and they like to be more around us, right, because we become a little bit more positive, um, and they like that new version of, uh, uh, of us. And, um, and a new field as well is about gratitude and reaching goals, and it still hasn't been really, like, um, research very uh, extensively, but I, uh, I just want to believe in it. So <laughs> I hope it's true. Um, but in, in one study by Robert Emmons, again, they found out that those who uh, practice gratitude um, made more progress towards their goals. And in particular, in that research of certain students, um, you know, they um, wrote a list of goals that they wanted to achieve in six weeks. And uh, some of those students um, just needed to work towards their goals and other students on top of writing those goals, they needed to keep a gratitude diary and write in it just once a week. And um, they found out afterwards that the students who um, practice gratitude, they made 20% more progress towards achieving their goals. And of course, there's a lot of questions about, you know, uh, the goals might have been different. Um, how do you measure 20%? Uh, is it really related to gratitude and so on? Um, but I think the, the case is quite um, uh, quite compelling, right? If we, if we agree that um, um, practicing gratitude strengthens your relationships, and we know how important relationships are for achieving our goals, um, and that if we have, you know, if we, if we are appreciative of the people, of, of people who help us, those people will want to help us more with our goals uh, as well. If gratitude helps us to sleep better, um, yeah, then we may, we may wake up feeling more energetic to actually work towards our uh, goals as well. And we deal with stress in, in a better way. Right? We are able to put the stress aside and actually focus on what needs to be, um, what needs to be done. So I find it I find it fascinating, and I look forward to um, seeing more studies and more evidence. Um, yeah, that will show us how how, how important gratitude is to our um, mental well-being, but um, but also actually towards achieving our our goals. Yeah, I think. I mean, like so many things in our lives, it's a ripple effect, right? Mm -hmm. And I I mean, I see that in not standalone thing. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I see it so much in, in my working with my clients where, you know, they come and they don't really know where to start. And I'm like, okay, let's in one, one side, you know, we'll go really big and look at the whole picture, but at the end we'll really narrow it down to starting with one thing where to mm -hmm. focus on. Right. And then knowing, like you said, well, if I, if I sleep better, I have better energy in the morning that I can work out. If I work out, I feel better in my body. If I feel better in my body, I'm maybe more confident, you know, and, and I feel 
more love towards myself so it's all like this and then if I feel more love to myself I can show more love to you know in my relationship so I think it's and I love this these ripple effects right that um that what you explained too so it makes for me completely sense and I mean my gratitude practice is very much linked to my manifestation practice right Mm -hmm. so I do them kind of at the same time and I mean I love that you know manifestation and goal setting is not exactly the same but still you know I go into this this zone of of um future desire and and Mm -hmm. and if if I'm in this space and if this energy of gratitude like I'm like poof open right (laughs) (laughs) right and um yeah um I did um record like last last fall I did record a a solo episode on that so I will also link that in the show notes for people to um to listen to um I do want to go into a little bit of um (laughs) two directions and let me let me think okay um one aspect if in terms of the gratitude because there's different ways we can practice it you know Mm -hmm. in terms of you know we can you know you you mentioned something you know before bed you know or um you know of course there is you know there is gratitude journals or (laughs) um i do mine audio so i recorded oh wow um you know so there's some people visualize it you know or like embody it or whatever so well one of one question is like well how do you do it <laughs> and and also what do you teach because you know you yes. have your, your um your workshop coming up so I'm curious about that <laughs> I'm sure the listeners as well <laughs> yes well well so my gratitude practice is quite elaborate at okay. this point right because I've been on it for a while so I've got you know gratitude for what was gratitude for what is gratitude for what will be right Uh, very much linked to what you said about um, manifestation vision boards visualization um, all that is 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 part of me and um, and and the way I I I practice right I, I do practice by writing things down i love the connection between the pen and the head and i uh, think it really what i love about writing down things is that it makes you to slow down as well and it helps you to actually take the time that is needed to appreciate um uh what you uh what you have and um yeah uh one another another you know, think that I that I do is um, called two minute gratitude practice, and also something that I teach in my gratitude challenge. And and it, everyone can do it. Um, you know, starting starting today, um, the idea is that you find a pocket of time in your day mm-hmm. where you have two minutes where you are doing something, but that is cognitively not very difficult. So you notice that your mind is going, you know, is wondering, is thinking about the weather or is worrying about something or, you know, is planning the shopping list or, you know, something, something like that. So uh, that might be when you are brushing your teeth or when you are um, waiting for the elevator, uh, waiting at the bus stop or when you are walking your dog or, you know, anything, anything like this. You're actually busy with something, you're loading your wash, but, uh, you know, you've done it a thousand times. Uh, you don't need to spend any mental power on, on, on the activity itself. So your mind wanders to something else. 
So identifying that two minutes in your day where you do something, you know, every day or almost every day um, and, and deciding that when you do that, you're going to take the first two minutes on thinking thoughts of gratitude rather than allowing your mind to go straight away to all the other, um, you know, uh, what if scenarios and, 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 and planning. So, for example, for me, that's uh, making my coffee. Right, I go to my Nespresso machine, I pour the water, I press the button, and I'm standing there and really watching the button uh, light up um, and then watching the, the coffee pour in. And I take the time to, you know, to think, okay, sometimes I come in, you know, between the meetings and it's, you know, a crazy day and then and, and I press the coffee and I think, okay, what can I be grateful for? <laughs> right now right and i take you know take really the time to think about all those good things in 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 my life so it's a, a good interrupter um in the day and a, and a and a good practice to be mindful and be present in the in the moment so you know that's just one one thing that that can be done and at the end i think there are so many interesting things so many interesting ways of expressing gratitude and in my gratitude challenge which is um 28 days uh, we try something else every single day. Mm. And the idea is that you then pick up all the things that resonated with you, especially, and that you keep doing them beyond, beyond the program. So that comes back also to your point about building a habit. Mm. Um, right? And often we think that, you know, um, um, being grateful is easy, but actually the opposite is true. Um, we might think that, you know, being grateful is easy when things are going right. Uh, but the truth is that we get used to the good stuff so quickly that we stop, you know, appreciating it. Um, and we may have many others beliefs around gratitude. Um, one of the most common in our Western world is this, that um, we should make it to the top on our own. And we are very, you know, proud of our success yes. and we have worked hard for that success um so um for some people it's difficult to kind of marry the thought of i have worked hard for my success with the feelings of gratitude um because they they, they see them as um as in, as in opposition whereas they um they aren't um yeah so yeah i could talk about <laughs> The, the, the different practices um, probably for an hour so yeah what, I hope this gives you an idea what I found is what I love and you know people who who know me and who have listened to the podcast also for a little bit they know how much I love the somatic aspect and the embodiment practice and what you just said about you know doing something mm -hmm. while you practice it Oh my God, it's so good because it's then again, again, this embodiment, right? And I have, I mean, just when you were talking, it came so many different things when I, how I watch myself, how that happens. Like one of the thing is that, you know, with, man, with mantras and mudras, right? Mm -hmm. That's so powerful in their own way. But um, one of my favorite mantra and mudra is, you know, satanama, and you do it with your fingers, you know, where it's then the, um, the connection to the, also again to the brain, because you have it in your fingertips and you do the movement of the, of the mudra. 
And I've practiced this meditation so many times over a longer period of times, and not not every day, but like I've mm-hmm. had you know different aspects of, of this meditation. And I notice how I can do this, just like Satanama, and I switch into a different state of mind. And the other mm-hmm. thing is with tapping as well, right? Like what, what yes. I it. and it's so like the subconscious is so strong. And then the other thing, and then, you know, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear all about it. Yeah. I am. Uh, and I want to try now too. Well, and the other thing is it's, and I, that's, I found again, very interesting is the conditioning and that what I see with my dog. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, we are an animal too, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I, I can open the balcony door and she hears the noise and she thinks there's food coming because mm-hmm. her food basket is outside on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, it's also conditioning and we can condition ourselves too in a positive or, you know, negative way too. Of course, she's also, mm-hmm. my dog is also conditioned that because she had a bad experience with fireworks, like many dogs have. So she gets, as soon as there is like a big noise, she gets scared, but right? that's also conditioning. Right. But I think, so I love that an embodiment coupled with um, the, the gratitude practice. And I think that's what also what you said in terms of the writing and the connection to the mind and the, the pen. Mm-hmm. I know that that is also, you know, really, powerful, really powerful, but yeah. And I, I am, um, I'm going to implement that. I, I love it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for saying that. And, and we, we know from the sense of habit as well, right. That, um, adding a new habit to something that you're already doing or having a, a cue, right? To be reminded that this was the new habit that you wanted to work on is key to make it a, to make it a success. So the, the more we can condition ourselves, the more we can, the more cues we can have, the more we can help ourselves to, to be su- successful at any new habit that we want to create, including the habit of uh, gratitude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I want to switch a little bit and get a little bit more personal for you because you wear so many different hats mm-hmm. <laughs> in your in your personal life, but also in your private life. How many children do you have? Two? Two, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you work, I don't know how many different jobs, four? <laughs> <laughs> I am involved in a few initiatives. Yes, yeah. that's correct. <laughs> Um, I can relate, <laughs> but I don't have children. I know. I quote unquote only have a dog, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, my first question is, how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, a few weeks ago we had an, I'm going to say offline. I mean, we were on Zoom, but not recorded conversation. And we talked a lot about passion and purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think it ties really nicely into the topic of gratitude. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I'm happy to share. Uh, yes, it, it ties together as well. And I think finding gratitude for, you know, the privilege to be able to choose where I work and how I work and that I have the power to choose as well, really. Um, that I don't work just to earn the money, but that I can have jobs and that there are opportunities and 
you know, in the, in the part of the world that I that I live, that um, that this is all possible for women uh, and 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 for for all of us is is one. Um, so I have been indeed on a on on a journey to um, to get here. Um, so maybe as an introduction. So indeed, I do a, a few things. So I am. I am the founder of my gratitude, uh, my gratitude challenge, which is really a passion and purpose project as well. Really born out of the, um, born out of my own experience um, uh, when I discovered gratitude for the first time in a in a dark period of my life and how much it helped me and and being the person that I am, that I am always very passionate about sharing all the good things that I come across. I want everybody to benefit from from them as well. That's what led me ultimately to the to my gratitude challenge. But that's uh, that's one. Uh, another thing that is really close to my heart is uh, diversity and inclusion and, and gender equality. And uh, yeah, actually contributing to making the world a little bit better. And I know that sounds cheesy, uh, but I think by now I have had the opportunity to engage in in projects that they that that do that all in one way or another, one step at a time. So I'm a relations manager at Advance Gender Equality in Business, where we help uh, companies to get um, more women into leadership positions, mm -hmm. uh, which is incredibly important. <laughs> which is a whole other Which is another topic, exactly. <laughs> um, and then I'm also a board member for a um, nonprofit organization called Capacity. And this is where we help migrants and refugees in Switzerland to start our own business or a sociocultural initiative. Um, and we create a, a wonderful community of, of, of support, not only by providing you know, the, the, the knowledge and the network, but also by providing a really safe space for people to find themselves um, you know, again in this new situation. And uh, I'm also involved with Leaning, which is a women's organization, women's network uh, for business women, women in you know, and uh, who are entrepreneurs and anything really in uh, in between. Um, so actually, Leaning was the first thing that I came across here in Switzerland when I came. I think yeah, by now nine years ago, uh, and being involved in Leaning and and seeing you know that support of um, you know women supporting women and that drive and that energy that was something that was so valuable for me. I learned so much also about, you know, gender inequality and, and uh, as extension about other diversity and inclusion topics. And um, every time I was in the room and in a meeting with, um, with, uh, with you know, other, other women, I felt so good, right? And I felt like I really want to, uh, I really want to help. I really want to support. I want to have that energy every every day, and that's what ultimately led me to uh, work at Advance and um, and and at Capacity, um, where I first was a volunteer, then a team member, then ultimately a, a board member as well. And um, yeah, beforehand I, I worked in sales for a, for a very long time, and I loved it for a very long time as well. And I was in roles where I was responsible for sales to Europe and later for sales to Asia. So I really traveled extensively uh, for especially those two continents, but also outside. And um, at that time of my life, it was just amazing, incredible. And um, I was till now, I feel very grateful that I have had this opportunity. Uh, and at certain time, it felt 
not enough. Right? I was selling shoes and uh, sorry, I was selling shoe-related accessories. So you need to think about um, shoelaces or inlay soles or sugar products, all important. And I was also selling um, high-end leather goods, um, handbags, wallets, um, belts, and 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 so on. Um, so an interesting combination. Um, yet, you know, it wasn't something that was. Um, you know, fueling me. I wanted, I knew, I wanted to talk about something else than, you know, leather goods and, and related accessories. And um, I, I tried sell somewhere else thinking first that, you know, the problem wasn't really the product, but maybe it was just time for a change, but that didn't turn out to be, uh, to be true. It was really more about, yeah, wanting more purpose um, and, and, and having more contact with, you know the end user, let's say, and and seeing and hearing people benefiting from initiative or product um, that I that I develop and work on. So that was the journey for me on finding passion and purpose. Yeah, and I think it's such. A, I mean, purpose. I think it's becoming more and more important in people's life to feel that purpose. I, spe- I feel especially in, you know, we live in Switzerland, you know, we have everything, mm-hmm. you know, we have everything, we are safe, you know. Um, so I feel purpose. I mean, I, I also know for me, you know, like how, how this is driving my work and my life, you know, to, and, similar of what you said, you know, making this difference is such a powerful energy, right? And I think what also came to my mind is, you know, the the difference between um, burnout and bore out. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I, I find it fascinating that, you know, we can work, quote unquote, so much, but if we're you know, if you feel the fire in our heart and this, this, this purpose and, um, and passion, it doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're fueled by something else, right? But if we're, if we don't feel that we can, you know, maybe, you know, after, you know, work four hours and, and, and we are stressed and then we mm-hmm. circle so nicely back to the gratitude aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and what you said about the bore out and and burnout is, ah, it, it's really interesting. I think and 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 having a passion project or work that is that we're really passionate about. About I think if we have a work that is really passion that we're really passionate about, we are not at risk of um, 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 suffering from bore out. Right, that will never ever happen. Which is. A thing to be grateful for, for sure. <laughs> um, but what has been said about um, having a job that you're really passionate about is also true. I believe that they say, you know, having a job of a purpose and loving the job that you have is kind of a blessing and a curse because you can, <laughs> right? That's true. It's yes, because as you said, we are still at the risk of, at the risk of a burnout because we're so passionate, we're so fueled for so long, right? We've got all those ideas floating in our head. We've got all these external motivators. We we see the impact, right? We just want to go, 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 <laughs> and and it's still and before it's so important that we still take the time to um, 
take care of ourselves, right? And to, uh, to, 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 to relax a little bit, um, put our own oxygen mask first, right? Before we, we yeah. save the world, right? And make the world a better place. Um, and only if, we, if we're thriving, only then we will be truly able to contribute to, um, to others. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very true. Wow. <laughs> You can talk forever. I love it. I love I love my guests because I always feel like I can talk forever. Um, circling back to your gratitude challenge because it's coming up and I want people to know about it. Because it's such a good project. And I think it's, um, Thank like you. I mentioned, I have my own gratitude practice and I feel the power of it. So mm -hmm. um Tell us a little bit more about it, where people can sign up, what to expect. And of course, we'll link to it so people can also see it in writing. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, the opp opportunity to share. Yeah, My Gratitude Challenge is really a, a passion project um, uh, for me. I have, you know, I've created it when I was on a maternity leave uh, with my daughter. Um, and, you know, around two years ago, I really discovered the power of gratitude for the, for the first time, right? Before I, you know, I thought, yeah, sure, I'm grateful. I'm saying thank you. Where do you? I guess on the rational level, I am grateful for the opportunities that I have had. Um, but, you know, two years ago, I found myself a little bit down or maybe quite a bit down. I was, you know, heavily pregnant, not feeling great. The world was a scary place because of the pandemic and the US elections were affecting me more than they uh, really should. And um, I, I really find it hard to get out of bed sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's really through the practice of gratitude, even on the days where I didn't want to practice at all when I was waking up and feeling I hate my life right I I I, <laughs> I really have nothing to be grateful for I'm tired I'm in pain I don't you know um nothing to be grateful for um and even on those days when I was uh, kind of pushing through making myself to feel grateful um I could really feel the power of it and my mood lifting and um yeah finding new energy at least for a few more hours in the day and and that's what ultimately you know um, drove me to create my own uh, program, uh, my gratitude challenge. It's a 28-day program uh, where we discuss, you know, the various benefits of gratitude, why it's hard to practice it, how to practice it, all the science behind uh, gratitude and all those, you know, in, in innovative, fun, creative ways of, of, you know, doing it a part of your uh, life. So every day there is a theme and there is a video where we talk about uh, uh, something and every day there is a task, a mini challenge for you to do. So very much about this embodiment, what you said, right? I very much believe that you not only need to think the thoughts of gratitude, but you actually need to do something as well. Um, so yeah, the video is five minutes followed by your uh, by the exercise. And um yeah, on top of it, you receive home your own gratitude box. It's actually a physical box with a six uh, symbolic yet delightful surprises. And you can open them on certain days of the challenge. And what you find inside is related to your 
task that day. So they help you to execute on your task um, and they are guaranteed to make you smile. So the gratitude box really receives, uh, always receives a lot of love uh, from, from the participants. And, you know, for some, it's also an external factor to kind of keep up with practicing every day because they, they really want to open uh, uh, the, next, uh, the next goodie and, and see what's, um, what's inside. And then on top of it, there is a, a Facebook group and two live calls. And these are all optional. Some people prefer to do the challenge on their own and, and keep the takeaways uh, for them. Uh, some other, you know, love the community aspects as well. So that's also available. And indeed, the registrations to the next round are now open um, and they close already on May 15. Mm -hmm. And then the official start is on May uh, 30th. And we go for four weeks for 28 uh, days. And yeah, if people are interested in hearing more, the website is called uh, mygratitudechallenge.com. And we're also on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Um, I do think that the power of the community is very, very strong. So mm -hmm. uh, it's so, so cute what you say, how people get excited about the book. <laughs> it's always a little child in us, right? Where we like, hey, yeah. get a gift and yay, what is it? You know, like, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's so sweet that you do that too. And I think again, that's that's another part of um the the embodiment practice, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> to also include different senses, right? So that's that's super sweet. Yes, thank you. Um well thank you so so much for all that you shared for for your wisdom and your your passion. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> I can really feel it. So that's um so beautiful to see and um and for your time no thank you so much for the invitation to be here and to learn from you i'm gonna look up the rising sign right now <laughs> and uh, uh yeah thank you for creating this space to to have those conversations oh i love podcasting and i love my guests and I always learn so much and I get so inspired also with this conversation with Anna. And I hope you also feel that way. And maybe you have some ideas and some inspiration to start or continue your gratitude practice. And if you want to join... <laughs> Anna in her 28 day journey like she mentioned in the conversation um, it starts on May 30th and you can save your spot until May 15th so do it now and the way to sign up is linked in the show notes you can also find it on mygratitudechallenge.com also, if you sign up to the newsletter, you get a short video with three simple ways to include gratitude into your daily routine and exclusive offers and information about the upcoming challenges. So I encourage you to do that. Um, in the show notes, you also find the links to the books she mentioned at the beginning, as well as the book Thanks by Robert Emmons, which she mentioned about the 
science and the research on gratitude. So super interesting. You will also find the link to the episode where I share my practice. And I am really grateful (laughs) that you're here, that you're listening in and allowing me to be part of your day, part of your life. Enjoy and have a really, really good rest of your day, rest of your evening, wherever you are. Bye. Take care. Talk soon.